Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. Yo, what's up everybody? I'm K-Cartoon. I'm Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter. Follow us at Hanging With Apes, where the fun continues in between episodes. Check out our YouTube channel, The Culture Corner, where we review culture, and we are now on Spotify. Today's episode is jam-packed, and it's a thank you to you guys for this month being the greatest month of the podcast thus far in terms of numbers. So we have a guest with us. And we have a whole lot of topics. The topics are MGK versus Eminem, Rap Devil versus Killshot, this whole debacle stemming from Eminem's new album, Kamikaze. We're going to talk about the Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh, and recent allegations of assault made against him. We're going to talk about conspiracy theories. We're going to talk about the Border Patrol agent that turned out to be a serial killer. And we're going to talk about women and what makes them qualified to be in a relationship with you. And does body count matter? And if it does, how much does it matter? So much, so much, so much to go over. But before we get into it, let's introduce our guest. He's been here before. You love him. We love him. Vinsanity himself, Vincent Williams. You love me? I love you, sir. Oh man, you know, too bad because I don't, I don't you. go that way. But you know, say, hey, you know, I, <laughs> that's an ugly way to think. That's an ugly way to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready to argue. I already know I'm going to argue with you guys about something. So uh, let's, let's, let's get. <laughs> I don't this, know if we're going to argue. Going. We may not argue at all. Yeah, we might all agree. We might. No, I doubt. Big it. Vince, have you been doing squats? Your glutes look nice. Yeah, I actually do. I can squat uh, about three forty. Fantastic! That's phenomenal. Yes, nice yeah. glutes. So, what do you guys want to? What do you guys want to start off with? <laughs> Shit, so much. There is a lot. So much to go over. Shit. Well, do you guys want to start off with hip hop? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. Uh, so, hip hop. I love it. You love it. We're out. We'll see you guys uh, yeah. next week. No. Uh, so as every most people know, Eminem dropped Kamikaze, his new surprise album. A lot of shots were thrown on Kamikaze. A lot of shots were shot. One in particular was at MGK on this track, Not Alike, featuring Royce the 5'9". Out of everybody on the album that Eminem dissed and threw shots at, MGK got uh, the most of them. It seemed like it was the most personal. The most time was dedicated to him. The most effort was dedicated to him. And then... After that, he dropped Rap Devil, and then after that, Eminem responded to Rap Devil with Kill Shot. Not all at once. Your assessments, gentlemen. Go ahead. Go ahead, Big Vince. I thought Kill Shot was an actual diss record. Was it? Was it? Was it a phenomenal top ten diss record of all time? No, I wouldn't even say it's top twenty. But that was an actual good diss record for 2018. Uh, Rap Devil, I'm I far I feel far less of it than you two do. I feel like it was just a rehash of material that Eminem put out there. 
I mean, yeah, Eminem has said, yeah, I'm reclusive. I don't fuck with a lot of people. Which a celebrity of his stature probably shouldn't be messing with a lot of people, be be totally honest with you. Yeah. Um, you know, he says he said that he has the mind of a dictionary. He reads a lot and he um you know, he he's yeah, he's ca- he's kind of reclusive and he he's kind of a he's kind of an oddball. And a lot of celebrities are oddballs. Be- like I've heard Kendrick Lamar is kind of an oddball. Mm-hmm. You know, that comes with the territory. No. So I mean, so MGK just rehashing all this stuff. Are are you in your assessment are you prepared to pick a side? Are you team Gunner? Are you team Eminem? I mean, I'm team Eminem because MGK MGK's never really done anything for me. I oh, mean, man. Lace Up was probably his best album, and that wasn't even all that. Be be totally honest with you, I felt it lacked immensely in in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. Now I know you two were huge MGK fans on upon his debut. Am I correct? Uh, I wouldn't say huge, but I definitely fucked with his stuff, and I wondered why he wasn't bigger. I felt that he did warrant, at the time, to be much bigger than he was. Yeah, I I would agree with that assessment. Uh, I was definitely... I would say I'm still a fan. Yeah. Uh, I I definitely feel like, like he came out of the gate showing great potential. I actually thought that his first album was a great album. Uh, I really like it. I really enjoy it to this day. I listen to it. Um, Even General Admission, this is his second album, I felt he improved his sound. Just lyrically, I, f- I still feel Lace Up was a better album. Yeah. But still a very good album. So I was still like, okay, he's good. Bloom didn't do it for me. No, nah, Bloom didn't do it for me either. Those it are had, the only three, right? Yeah, the okay. only three major releases. So so what's your assessment? My assessment situation? is... I think Eminem is 2-0. and oh. So, because we also, no reason, I don't know if you guys know about the Tech 9 MGK song, which MGK took shots at, as, you could say subliminal, but you could tell it's towards Eminem. Uh-huh. So I compare Not Alike to No Reason. I, obviously, Not Alike was better, in my assessment. Was was uh, I would still say... It's along the lines of a sublim, but not really. Like it's it's just like a jab here and there. Uh-huh. I felt Eminem's jab was better, so that was Eminem one and zero. And then this one, mm-hmm. I felt. Now this is where I, where I feel that MGK is this. Come on, like I I, I don't feel it's see see uh, your assessment is it, it was great. I felt it was good. I felt it was good, and I felt it was deserving of of the acclaim it was getting, you know, like the number one on iTunes and like no one has won at Eminem like that. Who has won at Eminem like that? The way, and I'm, and what I mean by that is like the, 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 everyone is scared because if you're talking about who went at Eminem before when his career was like barely going, that doesn't, I'm saying now everyone is scared of Eminem. Everyone was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm just pass or they just let Eminem get away with stuff. MGK, fucking has a Instagram post where he's popping champagne, comes out with the Rap Devil disc, mm-hmm. has some legit shots. I mean, you know, I, I didn't think anything on on the diss song was like, damn, like, Eminem's dead. I felt it was good shots. I just felt that, what was it, Kill Shot was just more polished 
the shots were were like the, lyrically you, you could just tell he's uh, on another level and i felt that he he turned around a lot of the the disses that that machine and kelly did and kind of you know made fun of them and and then and then gave his own very clever witty lines i don't think eminem on not like or um kill shot it wasn't anything like it didn't give me the story of added on by push it it didn't give me that vibe like oh shit it's over it's over i i would even say that mgk right now still has an angle and if he and if he works it right in his head and and he writes it correctly he could i mean i'm not saying that he will but i will say that he could come out with like the ether to eminem like he has that eminem has left an opening for that and and what MGK i mean by is that not capable of that and then that's what i'm saying i don't know because rap devil did impress me enough to be like oh shit because because see this is the thing and and to me like f- philosophically speaking when he was kind of like bigging up or not bigging him up and say you're the goat but i'm the gunner and this this and that eminem kind of took the bait on that where where like i could i would i would be able to turn that around you know what I'm saying? Saying like I'm real, I'm real enough to know that you're good, and then like use that whole approach on on the on the next diss song, but like just go crazy on Eminem. Mm-hmm. So I felt now there there was one thing th- that I feel that that's a little hard with this because as personal as MGK got, it just didn't feel as personal like the diss and then Eminem's diss MGK. It's kind of hard because it's like shots here and there, but there is it's not like. It's not deep. It's just more skill wise. You know what I mean? Like, I don't feel any of them. I felt like, oh shit, he Eminem got bodied or MGK got bodied. I just felt like it was just more so a, you know, it's it's a competition of skill, and in that I sense, that's what I'm giving it to Eminem. I mean, because well, see, it's I, alleged. I give I give MGK props for quote unquote taking on the challenge of Eminem, but I mean, but by that logic, we have to give props to. Benzino and Ja Rule and you know that's well that's a whole nother can of worms. But well, I, I disagree with that, but go ahead. But MGK but MGK took he took shots at Haley, if I'm not mistaken. And in in a in a battle amongst men, you leave out women and children. But that that's what spurred on push. But a, a shot a shot was never taken at Haley. I mean the the, the the Instagram posts that uh Haley had put up put up and right MGK and MGK had, said that she looked good. How is that a shot? That and he says not only in not only did he say she looked good, he said with all due respect to Eminem, it wasn't it wasn't like I could see I could see somebody saying that it's disrespectful if. M- if MGK is like, oh, that's Eminem's daughter, man, I'm gonna fuck her. Like, but that it wasn't, it wasn't that. But with MGK being a fan, and I can tell he's a fan of Eminem. Oh, absolutely, he has said he is. That he, he knows how protective Haley is. I mean, Eminem is of Haley and her image. So why, why even post that? Well, then, but if you're if you're so protective of her image, then if anybody you should be mad at, it would be more so her than him. Because if you're if I'm if I have a daughter, if I have a daughter and I'm so protective of her image, the whole point of of her or me being protective of her image is so things like that 
wouldn't happen. So wouldn't that be a conversation I should have with her about about posting stuff? And it's a conversation he's probably has had with her. But but at at some point, like especially in the age of social media, especially in the age of of uh, of of what we live in and people posting things and, and everything like that it is what it is secondly i mean i hope the man lives in enough reality that he realizes that men are going to find his daughter attractive regardless of the fact that she's his daughter if she's an attractive woman you being eminem's daughter is second to that like if if we're if 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 she's out somewhere and a guy is like doesn't let's say he doesn't know that's Eminem's daughter and he just sees an attractive woman, yeah, that's whatever else comes behind that is secondary. So by this guy just saying, "Oh, she looked hot," I don't think that that's like disrespectful in any way. And if the man did feel that it was disrespectful, if he did feel that it was disrespectful, then that's something that should have been addressed at that time with like a tweet like yo bro you know she's only 16 years old oh okay my bad whatever so so that's that's I mean, where you, i stand i mean but you know there's there's savages out there there's there's guys that's probably like oh man that's eminem's daughter yeah i'm gonna go after her just because that's eminem's daughter yeah like, maybe. like we all we all know yeah, that. Maybe. and mgk but yeah maybe but that didn't happen here not only that but that, that's the that? cost of, of of being in the limelight like it if, is if you don't want that then don't be a rapper who sells as close as albums as many as like the Beatles or something like that. You know what I'm no, saying? Like, I, I I agree. I agree comes with that. With the territory. So so am, am I correct in assessing that you're Team Eminem? Yeah. Oh well, I'm Team Eminem as far as I think that Eminem is winning now. But I mean, I'm enjoying the show, and I think I said it, we we talked about it before. I, I do. I am happy that MGK is in the limelight now. Um, and what I mean by that is like kind of. This has put him like a, a level above where he was, so I mean I'm I'm happy about that. And then Eminem, you know, he's doing his thing. I've enjoyed his album, so but well, I would say yeah, Eminem two and zero. Well, I I would I, I'll say that I wholeheartedly disagree with both of you. One thing that you said that that I, I before I get into my point is about Benzino and Ja Rule is that. They they came at Eminem at a time where number one Eminem didn't have as legendary a status as he does now, especially with with Benzino, because Benzino was actually trying to prevent Eminem from achieving that legendary status, like working at the Source and everything like that. So Benzino going against Eminem doesn't get for me as much props as as MGK does because. MGK, this is really like a David versus Goliath thing. At that time, with Benzino, it wasn't. It wasn't that. Like, uh, uh, Eminem was in route to becoming Goliath, but he was not Goliath yet. And in terms, and in terms of the Ja Rule and Eminem thing, I mean, that was like easy work for Eminem because, and in all honesty, like in in that regard, the only person that I really give credit to with that beef is Fifty Cent. Because that was his personal beef. But the reality of it is that like Ja Rule was kind of like LeBron James going against the Golden State Warriors. When you have Drake coming at you, you have Eminem coming at you, you have 50 Cent coming at you, you have G-Unit coming at you. It's just like you have to give the guy props for like in that time frame 
going against it all. Now, granted, from everything I know of, of the story between him and 50, that was personal. And yes, I give the W to 50 in that. But I don't really give Eminem and Obi Trice and Dr. Dre a W in that because... They were just side orders. Like you, in, you in were a, just kind beef. of you were. It was just like a, a conga line, and Fifty Cent was the head of it, and you guys were just like behind him. I don't really give you a W for that. I mean, I, I realize it's not a clean comparison, but just it was just kind of right. But but it was just to give you a. But but I I think I think it, it, it contrasts in the sense that that the balls that MGK has in, in doing this is, is worthy of recognition. So that that's, I just wanted to, to, to say that now, what I will say going forward is like Rick said, I am definitely enjoying the show. And this definitely has brought a lot of people back to rap. Like there's a lot of people that I know personally that have not been interested or talked about rap in years Shit, I have friends right now that are that don't even like rap and they're interested in this. So that I this in and of itself is great for rap. And and we've said this plenty of times before that beef is good if it's like this. Obviously, you don't want nobody getting shot or killed or nothing like no. that. But but like this, like constructive criticism and 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 uh, bars going back and forth is is good for rap. Now, with all of that being said, I personally think. That MGK is is up by one point, and and this is why I would say that Eminem picked this fight, and then the reason I say Eminem picked this fight is because sublims subliminals are one thing, but like to me, I don't I don't consider a beef official until until like a name is said, and that's kind of always been like my my general rule of thumb like once a name is said or once it's like or even if a name isn't said it's like very clear who it is that you're going for like for instance in in infrared drake's name is not said in that record but it's very clear who pusha t is going after yeah but no reason mm-hmm. come on you're not a, you're you're not a guy who just rap and you're going to need a doctor that's not and not the one from Compton yeah, but that's but but obvious. but but my thing is my thing is like that's not that's not like a to me a blatant diss like that's more that's more of a of a of a sublim but it, let's say you, you want to go with that let's say we do decide to go with that yeah there are things that w- with all of this that I feel like Eminem is getting touched I think that that. MGK has a lot more legit criticisms of Eminem than than Eminem has against MGK. Like what? Like and, what are they? Okay, I'll give you for instance. One of the big one. One of the big ones is on some man shit. You cannot sit here and tell me that Eminem are not alike saying that he's gonna call up Trick Trick is not some bitch ass shit. Like it, it, especially especially if dude is so insignificant. And that's my point. This is my point in all of this. Eminem is making it seem like this kid is so insignificant, but every every action you're doing shows that you don't feel that way. And another thing that I don't know if you guys caught, in the part four in the part four uh, interview with Sway, there's something that happens at the end of that interview that I was like, damn, this motherfucker got to this dude. You said that Eminem is a recluse, right? You said that. And Eminem has said that about himself before. Mm-hmm. 
and in this in this age especially if you're coming out like in, in, with these new kids and like everything that's going on most people see you being a recluse as like pretty lame and that's like where M where where uh uh, MGK shot the shot at Eminem about being a dweeb and reading the dictionary and everything. While while the 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 interview with Sway was a very safe interview, like Sway didn't challenge Eminem. He didn't like really. I agree. Like yeah. he did. He he coasted Eminem through the interview. There was like nothing challenging. I much rather watch Charlemagne interview Eminem. And that would never happen. Yeah. He, they, Eminem is not gonna take that interview. No. But I'd rather see it. I'd rather, I'd yeah. much rather see that interview. And I agree wholeheartedly with you. But at the end of the Sway interview in part four, Sway asks a question that is so fucking out of left field. It doesn't even make sense. He says, yeah, and you know, uh, you go out, right? Like you, you're out there, right? And then Eminem is like, yeah, man. Like people think that I don't go outside and stuff like that. And yeah. I'm just like always in the house. But I just don't post it on social media. But I... What? Like, in what, <laughs> what, what interview have you ever seen somebody ask an artist, like, you go out there, right? Like, you be out there and stuff. Like, like what does that have to do with anything? Yeah. So, so my point is, my point is that for as much as Eminem is showing or, or likes or is trying to display that this kid is so insignificant, he's showing it, 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 he seems to be rather bothered by him. That's number one. Number two, I feel that. Eminem saw something that kind of hurt him. Kamikaze dropped. Yeah. One thing that I pay attention to, because I don't pay attention to like Billboard <laughs> charts or nothing like that, but one thing I pay attention to being an Apple guy, I do pay attention to iTunes chart. When Daytona dropped, there was a song on Daytona that charted on iTunes. When Ye dropped, there were several songs on Ye that charted on iTunes. When Kid Cudi and Kanye, uh, Kid C. Ghost, there was like a song or two that charted on iTunes. Nothing on Kamikaze charted on iTunes. And in that whole week that Eminem should have been charting on iTunes, you know what was charting on iTunes as number one? Mushroom Rap Devil. Kelly, yeah. But but it did chart the album charted. It was just not a single. Yeah, but no no I'm saying as no singles, singles. As single. singles. Oh, yeah. There's no single that charted. Yeah. So what you're saying so to me, what what you see what you see is is that you're you're trying to you're trying to display that this kid is insignificant, but but that's not the case. Another thing that I think that it, that is very important to mention is that while I do wholeheartedly agree with you that Eminem's diss was a more polished yeah. and more a better mixed, I think it had wittier lines. And I and I and I said this yesterday to you personally that if you were able, if, if you didn't know who either of them were, yeah, and like you didn't know the backstory of any of this. That yes, the Eminem record is better. It is a better record. Yeah. But it is not a better diss song. In fact, I don't think it's a great diss song at all. I think the shots yeah. are pretty are pretty shallow. And another thing I want to call out on Eminem is being a little bit of a hypocrite. I find it kind of odd that like you're so willing to like talk about like how much more successful you are than this kid when at one point in your career like you were grinding just yeah. like him. And to me, if anybody thinks that it is a legitimate shot for Eminem to make that against MGK, then then that you kind of water down Pusha T's argument against Drake because essentially that's the same thing going on there. Drug dealing aside, ghost riding aside, let's talk about your pride. Let's talk man shit. 
And when it comes to the man shit, MGK has more legit shit. All Eminem has is I have more money than you. You'll never chart like me. My flops are your best hits. And sure, he is absolutely right in that. Yeah. He is absolutely right in that. And a lot of clever lines, like, but like Joe Budden said, you can rap, but you're not rapping about anything. This kid, on the other hand, sure, it's not as polished. It's not it's not as wordsmithery, if if we want to use that as a word. <laughs> it's not as wordsmithery. Yeah. But but on some man shit, it's legit. You got I got I mean, sure, I'm not as big as you, but I got what I got and Dre never produced me. Yeah. You but blackball see, me. Yeah. Now granted, that's like a we don't that's an accusation. We don't know and we don't have no proof to solidify that claim. Yeah. But there are other stuff that we do have proof about, like Eminem being better a decade ago. Would you not agree? Would you not agree with that assessment? No, yeah, Eminem. I think yeah, a decade ago he was better. Would you not agree that Eminem is trying to like? Well, Eminem even said it himself on on, on the Marshall Mathers LP too, like trying to recapture that lightning from over a decade ago. Yeah, I agree with that. So, but you know, let me answer that question real quick because subjectively, I would say no. But, uh, now, Eminem kind of makes me look bad in this sense because yeah. he doesn't think. I, I think Relapse and Encore are his two best albums, personally. Those count in the last decade from 2018 to 2008. Like, those are in there. Then you have Recovery and then even Kamikaze, the buzz that it has. Like, so, so you have very, four very good albums. He has what? Before that, he has the Eminem show. Marshall Mathers LP and Slim Shady LP. Slim Shady LP gets knocked off. Marshall Mathers LP and Eminem show are, are great albums, but then that that's you know that's definitely subjective because because Marshall Mathers LP and Eminem show, in my opinion, are nowhere near the level of Encore and Relapse. And and I nowhere agree. Near. And I agree with that yeah. wholeheartedly. But Eminem apparently doesn't. So how legit are we in yeah. saying that? You get what I'm saying? Because yeah, it kind of goes back to the Jay Z Nas thing when Jay Z said Nas won. Yeah, exactly. How legit are you in yeah. saying, even though you think that that Jay Z and Nas, you think that Jay Z had it over Nas, which which I do as well. Well, he, here's why. Here's why I give Eminem a little leeway. Success is hard, and that's that's why I've always I've always found myself to be a little more lenient on successful brands, successful teams, and players. Yeah. You know, Tom Brady doing what he's done for the last 20 years, that's hard. People don't understand how hard that is. Oh, well, you know, Tom Brady, all he does is dink and dunk up and down the field. Well, Shaq made a Hall of Fame career off layups and dunks. I mean, that's not a, you know, that's not a legitimate criticism. Yeah, It's hard being Eminem and being at that level for such a long period of time. Yes, he's had a couple flops. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh Revival was a flop. And um well, Relapse if we if we're talking about Reception was a flop yeah, too. Yeah, re- Reception. Auto it was Well, actually it sold a lot, but it was a flop to the I guess in public perception. Like critically, critically acclaimed. Critically, yeah. critically it was a flop, yeah. yeah. So you know, yeah, so yeah, he's not as good a decade ago. You know, age catches up this generational gap music sound changes so now that's, that's a, one well, that's so one. I, so so i don't i don't give so mg you know that's that's a kind of uh, of a hollow shot but, from from mg but another standpoint. point too that because mgk brought that to the arena so it's like you're bringing in the fact that oh you're big because dr dre so i feel that that's why eminem was like, all right well since you want to go on that realm 
let me let me take that approach then. And then and then he just bring a lot of legitimate points. At twenty nine, well, I, mean, okay, I had well, three MG, albums out the blue. MGK has been assigned to Diddy, who's a great businessman and and has he's ne- no Dr. Dre though. Has, I mean, has he, networks all around. He, he's the, no the, Dr. Dre, and no. even and even G Easy said in his diss to MGK that they bad, bad boy records pretty much treats MGK like an adopted child. Like, and you could tell there is no there is nobody. <laughs> it's not it's not a good fit. Like there, it, there is nobody like really backing the, the guy up. So he's doing he. That's my point. Is like y- it is kind of bad though. French Montana is a little because French Montana is kind of a little bit more successful than MGK. I would yeah, say. yeah, he is. And and but that's that's my point. Is that like for as insignificant as everybody saying this kid is? It's like then why is so many people paying attention to him? That's my point. And then, and then, moreover than that, and, and this is a point that I, I didn't get to make when when I was initially talking about it, is why is everybody overlooking the fact that MGK responded in two days and Eminem took two weeks? Of course, your track is gonna be more polished, or like, like to me, that's another thing that is so crazy to me that people are overlooking. You've actually answered that question yourself, though, because because that's what that was kind of I was like, why is he responding quick, and then. You brought up a very good point, which is, okay, you you set the precedence of who you are and what you do. So Eminem has that type of respect. You know what I'm saying? He has that respect that you you were kind of saying that, uh, well, not the last episode, but the episode before that. You were saying um, everyone knows he's going to respond. Yeah. So, so that kind of made me kind of think about it. I was like, oh, shit. Well, yeah, everyone thinks Eminem. There's nobody that thinks he's gonna run off and be like, "No, nah, I'm not yeah, gonna do it." Yeah, it. it was it was like the like the Drake thing, like how there was question that Drake would respond. Like, no, there are a lot of people that are like, "Oh, I, I don't know if dude is gonna respond." Yeah. Drake Drake gets points for doing it the same day. Like, like no, no. But what I'm talking about respond to the story oh, about it. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh. There, but there was after the story of added on. There was question. I was dude gonna come back with anything. But my point, I'm not, I'm not saying in regards of Eminem responding. I, I felt like he would respond. What I'm saying is those that feel like Killshot is a better record or a better diss song, I want to say, because I think it's pretty much like unanimous that Killshot is a better record. Yeah. But not a, I don't think it's a better diss song. But, but those that think that it's a better diss song. I feel I don't I have not seen anybody draw down on the point that the dude also took two weeks to put it out, which in by my estimate, if you're a legendary rapper and like your kill shot where your alleged kill shot ended up just being more like a leg shot. That's not good. So to to me, that's actually a strike against you because you're really supposed to like be wiping this dude off the map. And like it does seem like you're struggling with him. And, and and that's my point. That's my point is that in this, even if you are team Eminem, and even if even if you you think that Eminem is winning, and even if you think Eminem will continue to win, the the you can't say that what Eminem is saying on his record is totally one hundred percent true if the man himself deemed it reasonable and necessary to respond to the guy if you let twitter tell it oh my god 
they're making kill shots sound like it's like ether. And it's not that. So I, I do give you points for that because like you've left it where it's it's a close decision. And I actually you've left it arguable. Like like a lot of the arguments you've made, uh, I'm like, okay. I could see someone looking at that. I don't I don't particularly think that Eminem is is losing, but I I definitely don't think I think that MGK could come back with, with like, like I said, like an Easter. Now, Eminem is good enough where he could maybe come back from that, but like just to have left the opening though, that's to me. I'm like, okay, this is because because he did. You're right. He didn't really take anything. Uh, he could have, he could have really grinded like MGK all the way down. Like with, even with some of the lines, some of the materials. Like you know, like 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 I just mentioned. Uh, Lace Up, I mentioned uh, Bloom and General Admission. Like, had you had a line that kind of put Slim Shady, LP, Marshall Mathers, LP, and Eminem, like, a little bit more, like, detail to it, mm-hmm. where people were like, holy shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, th- th- he could have done a better job at that, yeah, but, but I would that, agree. But see, that that's my point, that even in all of this, all Eminem will have, yeah. because MGK is such a real dude, all you'll have is, like, to like pick apart and like try to like gimmick your way through it because the yeah. fact of the matter is you have nothing like as a man real against him and that's and and no. that's that's my point and, and this is another thing that I wanted to say the probably the two best diss songs in the last three four years added story of added on and sheather do yeah. would it would you guys agree with that assessment or would you disagree with it's that in the last Three years in the, I would say three or four years. Those two are the. Those best. are the top two. Yeah, I, I, I mean, unless you can think of any two better, but I, I mean, I think that's a pretty accurate assessment. That Add like dumpy freestyle like, to like, that. Like, like when you, like kidding. when you heard those, like you were like, damn, like this was a cleanup. Yeah. And those two, both of them used other people's beats. So so it was it was like like uh, the beat like that I'm I'm just trying to illustrate how sometimes how uh 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 this song the beat how well polished it is and all of that doesn't necessarily matter because it what matters is the shots that you take and both of those songs took the straightforward approach and their and their rebuttal took like a more gimmicky approach which I, I think is what Eminem is doing. Well, I mean, the story of Adidon didn't get a rebuttal. Yeah. But uh, Infrared did with the the Duppy freestyle. You know what the what the difference maker is going to be to me? Like if if because because you really didn't get in the interviews, I didn't really feel I got an answer about the whole blackballing thing. Because I think that that to me is like just one hundred percent bitch made. Well, so well, well, Sway well, says. Well, Sway said. I know he said. Oh, like, he, like that. That dude couldn't come up there. I don't know what extent other than that, but right there, that would have been an opportunity for Eminem to deny it, and he didn't. Yeah, he's like, oh, because all he said was, oh, I'm gonna call Diddy. I'm like, no. So like, as MGK, since I didn't get a clear answer, I'm definitely revisiting that now. I'm revisiting that, and I'm coming at you, and I'm gonna be like, you didn't even fucking answer that question. So like, that's what I'm saying. You left openings. And that to me is like the, I guess, the deciding factor. Cause, cause if we're talking, this is like you said, we have to go at the shots. And, and the only thing that, that was deep from both of these was MGK's alleged blackballing. But we just don't know if it's true. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, well, because MGK said it, 
Well, he wins. You know what I'm saying? Well, I want to well, know. You, you don't deep think, but into you that. don't. You don't think it's deep, like like Eminem saying that I'm gonna call somebody to handle shit. Like you don't think that's deep, like on some man no. shit. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 absolutely not. Because here's here's the thing: once you reach a certain level of success, you can't get your hands that dirty. Sure, like Fifty Cent. No, no, don't roll your eyes. Fifty Cent is an exception. Fifty Cent was at a at an extremely high level. And he wasn't afraid to roll around in the dirt pen, okay? But typically, you don't want to do that. Typically, you want to have someone else who's willing to get their hands dirty right. for you. Trick Trick is that guy for Eminem. But yeah, but but the, so, the thing is, your 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 perception of getting your hands dirty in this case is a little bit off because MGK never talked about like. Didn't bring up, oh, I'm like, we're going to roll up and fight. Eminem brought that up in Not Alike and saying, like, if you come to the city, like, I'm going to have Trick Trick check you. It's like, dude, is this a rap battle or, like, is it something else? And, like, if, because if it's well, on some rap shit, like, you sound like a bitch. You do. Like, like it's one thing. Well, what does Eminem look, out, look like one, out there fighting someone? What, what I'm saying is, but but the thing is, you're, but M- MGK never brought up fighting until, until Rap Devil. Eminem brought that up first, like on some, oh, I'm going to have you checked in, in the city <laughs> when, when the thing is, it's like MGK comes out and he, and, and, uh, I mean, Eminem comes out with, with, uh, not a like, he's talking about, oh, I'm going to call up trick trick. And the thing is like, is this a rap thing or is it a physical thing? Because why are you talking about that when like you're dissing dude and, and he's not talking about anything like physical. Dude didn't even say anything about him. Like he brought it up. So that's my point. Is like I could see if MGK came out first talking about, oh, I'm gonna swing on you like he yeah. did on Rap Devil. Yeah. Well now it's like, all right, dude, like man, I got goons that'll handle you. Yeah. But you said that first. You said that first. Oh, I'm gonna call up Trick Trick. Like that's legit as fuck. Like Yeah. Like like that's like that's the equivalent that's the equivalent of of when if we if you were if you were somewhere and and like some guy was just talking and then you're like oh like I'm gonna call my guys to beat your ass it's like yeah. dude if like you're against a group of guys we're more than happy to be there or if you're outnumbered or the guy has a weapon but if the guy is just talking like yeah. you can't you can't like verbally handle that like you know what I'm saying yeah it's, yeah and I do give points to Tim GK but that was about the only the only one so the only two personal points and you're still one and one because even though the Haley thing we we talked about it and I and I'm pretty much in agreement like you know if dude says that but you still get there's still a lot of people that think you know at that time since she was 16 he was 22 that that's like why are you saying that you know. And and people that that is a legitimate argument because I don't do, know if he did know or not. You know? Right, right, that's true. So so then then you put those two to me. You put those two shots. It's like, okay, those are those are like the more personal shots. And then after that, that's where that's why I, I lean more towards towards Eminem because like the like the double entendre. This is where he's, you know, it's just more polished. It's just. It is. So that's why it's, it's hard because it's like, it's like kind of seeing what you, Mayweather. Like, sometimes it's frustrating to see Mayweather because he's so technical and he's not willing to go in and, and brawl. But, like, it's hard because it's like, well, he's still technically cutting you, like, jabbing you, hitting you, m- making you miss. And it's like, you don't know what to do. So MGK's kind of coming in there like a brawler and he and he's getting legit shots, but it's still like, like that's what I'm saying, like, it's still not over, and it's still like it could be anyone's fight. 
That that's that's a great comparison. An- yeah. Another thing you got to take into account is Eminem has far more to lose than MGK. So, yeah, you know, Eminem has to be careful. Okay, I don't want to go all in on this beef and have this guy reap all the rewards because that's because you brought up Sheether. At that with, point, with, it's with, over now. With, with, with Remy Ma. Yeah. You know, Nicki Minaj cannot just go all in on Remy and boost her status. You know, you got to kind of be careful, pick your spots. But then but then, then why then, go in at all, though? Because the, the it's already... It's already... Well, it's hip-hop. It's already you have it, to respond. Well, if, according to Drake, you don't. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Drake. Drake is a... Drake is a R&B artist in, a, in in the hip hop realm like he he said that plenty of times but you know what I'm saying like you you have to respond like my, but you you got to be careful of when and how you do it people make too big a deal off of um how long it takes to respond I don't big I don't think it that should even matter as long as it doesn't take a year to respond okay so see, he, so he took a couple weeks see but the, my deal. my thing is I find it I find it in the realm of hypocrisy when you say like Drake did on on the Duppy freestyle, like I'm giving you more time than you deserve, but yet you're giving the time because yeah, yeah, yeah. because Fifty Cent threw a lot of shots at Jay Z in his career and Jay Z never addressed that shit because Jay Z felt clearly felt he was, verbally he huh? never addressed it verbally. right right but but my point is he clearly felt like dude was not worth his time and he and he didn't give him the time of day so to me. Jay Z in an instance like that doesn't come off as a hypocrite, like you doing one thing and saying another. Well, Jay Z did. Jay Z did spend time on it because there have been rumors years ago that Jay Z had Fifty Cent blackball but, from from working with certain producers, working with certain artists. I I think I think more so Fifty blackballed himself when the massacre came out. Yeah, and burned bridges more than. I mean, I I agree with that too. And not doing so many features like that was Fifty's formula and it kind of backfired on them so so that but that's my point like what you're what you're saying is like i think it's a legit point if you don't respond at all but if you respond but oh i'm only like for instance for instance like right now if if which another thing i think mgk is more calculated than eminem in this mgk responded quicker and mgk the day of which took a lot of traction from kill shots trending the day of Killshot being released, MGK re- re- uh, announced an EP coming out Friday. Which, which if, if he's smart right now, because that's already a smart move, but if he has a diss song there, and, and, and again, just because Eminem is 2-0 and o doesn't mean that like if, 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 if MGK comes out with like an ultimate diss song, that's like a knockout blow. See, but I, I don't get where the 2-0 and o is coming from. Oh, like, well, like right I'm, now, like I, what, what I could see... Is is either a draw or one more above the other? I don't see how it like Eminem is getting a two and oh. Oh, you're not counting the Tech Nine, the Tech Nine, and I like in its own round. I'm kind of like looking at it like rounds, I guess. So I'm saying no reason. No, yeah, I'm not I, like no reason and, and no reason to me. Like I said, by by my estimate, like I don't I don't count no reason in it just because. Well, yeah, and you know what. If we're looking at it from how people are looking at it, they don't even count no reason. So yeah, so that I would say a very close one and all. Right, that's what I'm saying. I think so, yeah. in either way it could be like one and no in favor of either one, or one might say that it's a draw right now with if you want to take because a lot of times the people don't count the like the thing that started it 
because it's like, well, I didn't know you were gonna diss me, so if you oh, like, shit, yeah, not a like, weird. like it's like, well, I didn't know you were gonna diss me. So yeah, that's what I'm rap saying. Devil like, it's is either, better than not a like in the sense that it's. Uh, I see what you're saying. So that's what I'm saying because so because like, dude didn't know he was gonna. The man was on tour with Fallout Boy. Like yeah. I'm pretty sure. Which another thing I give him props for not only releasing the song in two days but shooting a video while on tour. Yeah, and you guys didn't give him points for that. Well, because we were on a thread. Yeah. So it was no, no, I'm not giving him. How not? Well, see, I, I think, I think because video. he's, he's not, he's not a, he doesn't rap, he doesn't get like the amount of the amount of effort that that takes to be yeah, performing, dude. be working on something else. No, and, I totally get how how. how so much then, how that. do you not give him points for that? Because does Killshot have a video? Like you could literally you tell that the tour bus is right there. He's, All right, let's get out. We gotta do this I'm video. Saying, do you really need a video for a diss song? You don't need it, but it adds to it. It yeah. adds to the the. It adds to the whole. Hit them up if it was if it's well done. Yes, it adds to it. Piggy bank. Like they all have videos like that came it's with not, the territory. I mean, it's not a Pig, bad. It's that, not a bad. The piggy, video for, the piggy bank video actually took away from the diss song. That was a horrible. That, yeah, video. it was a horrible. It's video. not. It's not a bad video for like a shoot and go though. Like I've seen way worse rap videos. Yeah, like piggy bank. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is it it, it does add to it because it has to the intro. Actually, what's yeah. crazy... And it was a World Star what, exclusive, crazy I think, enough, right? If you want to do some, some more MGK, Eminem comparisons, the, the 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 Rap Devil video is better than f- the Fall video and the Lucky You video. Like, yeah, the, 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 the Lucky, Lucky You video, I thought was pretty... I think both I, of them are I, see, I see where he was going, what he was trying to do, but yeah, that wasn't all that great. <laughs> the uh, The Fall video, that wasn't that bad. It was okay. I hate that video. It was, it was, that was, all, that it was, was all hot right. as garbage. The show's over, guys. Uh, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't. I, I didn't like. I actually like Lucky You better because I feel like Lucky You is still a pretty decent video without the weird ass. Like if, if you take away the weird ass people with the red eyes, like those, those, are, su- been, those are supposed to be the yeah, fans. Yeah, but, but could could yeah, not but does not swag is out. Could, yeah, he, he, could was, he was he was like a, a ending of a movie or a really bad scene like fuck up the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was enjoying certain parts of it, and then once I started seeing those guys, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then, and, and I and I know I, I understand it's like all oh, fans, and but still, like, the yeah, was, the, the subject matter of the song should have been a way different video. Like, like certain elements, like like the cinematography. I was like, the way it started, I was like, "Oh, this is this is good. I like this." The way everything is going, and then once you start adding the elements with the with with the Red-eyed people. I was like, "Yeah." This well, is- let's let's uh get ready and move on. But uh, we, I'll allow everybody to make a closing statement on this on this situation. And what I want to say is closing is right now my assessment of it is is one and zero MGK. Conservatively, I could see somebody making an argument that it's a draw right now, but I definitely don't give it one and zero to Eminem. But what I will say is this. That will make things like undis uh uh not undisputed. Yeah, undisputed, like an like an un like an undisputed victory for MGK is if on binge he has a legit good diss to Eminem and Eminem ceases to respond, I would give I'm giving the W to MGK. And as of right now, I'm team gunner. So I don't know if he, how you guys want to I mean, close out before we move on. Listen, even if MGK wins this rap beef, 
five years from now, are we going to remember this? Ten years from now, are we going to remember this? No. Eminem is the established brand. He is the Yankees. And the fans, they love a good underdog story, you know, from, from time to time. But in this but, case, but they in don't, the, though. In, in the this end, case, they more people are writing with Eminem. In the end, they're still going to root for the Yankees. They're still going to root for Duke basketball. They're still going to root for Ohio State football, okay? Occasionally, yeah, will a George Mason college basketball team get pop a good rating? Sure. But in the end, it's always going to be the established blue bloods that win. Eminem and Drake and Nicki Minaj, they will always win out. Over the little underdog. Yeah, but I don't. I think you, what you're missing is that that it, 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 that even though that is true, like Remy, Ma, uh, Nicki will always be better than Remy Ma. Eminem will always be bigger than MGK. Drake will always be bigger than Pusha T. People will always remember who won, though. Yeah, people will always remember who won, and and that's but, w- but and will that's it change? Big, like, but will no, it change the course like, of history? Like it won't. It won't change the course of history. Right, but but it. So they not. will always be they will always be a lost in in that person's column like they will haunt their dreams like for instance uh, Tom Brady is a Hall of Famer but he will forever remember uh Eli Manning like he he twice then that's my point that nope. that's my point okay and that's but, but remember the NFC East but guess yeah. what yeah the NFC East really yeah, yeah. yeah. but guess but, what Eli he, Manning especially yeah, hell and, yeah and guess what Tom Brady still goes down as the best quarterback of all time yeah probably yeah, the best true. player of all time but I I think I I think that's besides the point in this cause yeah because Eli nobody is arguing yeah. nobody is arguing against that not only that but Eli will always be a part of Super Bowl history just as MGK Nas Pusha T Remy Ma will be part of hip hop history now. Like so they kind of have a notch in their belt. Like, I am someone in the culture now. Yeah. So if MGK I, does win, this does mean something for him. So so you don't I, think you don't think that Pusha T has a place in the culture by for what he did to Drake? Absolutely. So then but, what But see, Pusha T's diss was phenomenal on so many different levels. MGK was just no, but see that just that a, to a, me a, a that, few a few haymakers that, that and, and is, most of them missed. That to me is 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 crazy to say when when Pusha they, T they messed both, with Drake's money. When he, they both came, he messed with Drake's, uh, but they both uh, came at them on some man shit. Like to no. me, that's crazy. Like to to say that oh, like Pusha T hit, but but MGK didn't. I think I think it just so happened to be that Pusha T hit. On a weaker artist, like 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 Drake is significantly weaker than Eminem. MGK is taking on a much bigger challenge, but but they both like went about <coughs> it on some man shit. Yeah, let me let me get push, push a T hit. Hold on, push a T hit Drake on his um Adidas rollout. The uh the his a uh, he was supposed Drake was supposed to have an uh, Adidas clothing line named Adenon after right, the right. Uh, after the child boy and. Pusha T completely mud hole stomped that. Yeah. So you well, don't. So you don't. So you don't give that much more credit yeah. than uh, yeah. rap devil. I, I do, but 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 that's because story of Adidon is on a whole nother level to me than rap devil and kill shot. That is the best this song of the year. That's better. Than, I I probably say story of Adidon is better than Sheether, and Sheether was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, so the like, story of Adidon is definitely better than all of them. That's but like what the I'm knockout saying, of the year. What I'm saying is that it it was also an easier task. 
it was an easier task. And, and MGK came out with it. Like I said, are we sure it's an easier task? Absolutely. Come on, dude. Like, are you really going to sit here and, and say I'm that not talking taking on Drake I'm not is, talking easier, the quality. is not easier than taking on I'm not Eminem. talking the quality of artists. I'm talking about the fan bases. Pusha, Pusha T attacked Drake. He, Drake has some of the most loyal fans. The black, yeah, and the black face saying, photo. And they were saying... They were saying th- those those fans were saying the the same uh, nonsense shit that 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 a lot of Eminem fans are saying. And that's where my closing statement starts. I agree with most of what what you were saying. I still, like I said, I, I'll give the edge to Eminem because skillfully, he he's just just way sharper right now. But but I have to call out all the Eminem stands. Oh God, like. How they've critiqued, because I've seen a lot of like like um, the needle drop. They they critiqued both both the disses. I wouldn't I wouldn't call a Fantano an Eminem fan, but he definitely was was like saying that Rap Devil was kind of corny and but, that, but dude, he kind of hates MGK. Yeah, you can tell how he yeah, talks he, about him. Yeah, and he's not a big fan of Eminem. But at least he doesn't hate Eminem. But like. They completely were overlooking a lot of the points that you were making, which I thought you made very solid points. And then there's another one. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever watched the YouTube channel Crypt. No. Well, 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 he he broke down Rap Devil, and like, just he trashed it. He he was trashing it, but like, just he was oh oh yeah, so juvenile. How you want to fight? And like, how, how you keep dissing him about his about his age and about how he wants to fight and all that stuff, but. The, but then Eminem, like you said, brought that up into, into right. the realm. Right, it's like, how are you going to criticize him? But he brought it up first. Yeah, and then and then with Eminem, he was just giving them points for, like, the dumbest shit. So what, I, what I'm what i saying is this. It is a close bout, and, like, if you let Twitter tell it or, like, YouTube tell it, Eminem had, like, the ether of disses, and this is not the case. And I would further that by saying that it's still open to what happens after this. Will MGK come in? Because that was another thing, too. M- MGK came in with a little respect here and there. He still threw shots, but now it's like all all bets are off. Now yeah. that you went this hard on me, and now I could use the fact that like the way I went about it, like like we talked about it before, he he was reserved. Yeah, he was reserved, and it was still good shots. So now it's like if he if he takes it a, a level up and, and and goes ham, and and you say that he doesn't have the skills, I think he does. Yeah, I, I don't know if I don't know if he'll go about it the right way, but I think. I wouldn't be surprised if he did. So that's what I'm saying. Now, what 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 makes me think that that he's going about it the right way is again, once Killshot came out, you said, "Oh, I have a mixtape." Yeah, I have a mixtape, and I'm and, and I'm willing to say that there's going to be a diss song in the mixtape t- towards Eminem. So that that's definitely a very strategic, very smart, and and it lets me know that his mind is in the right place. So this is still up in the air, and and I and I don't want to say you know like. I want to see the whole Thing match finish, yes. So I still think MGK has a chance. Strong work. Moving on to Brett Kavanaugh, Supreme Court nominee. Soon to be confirmed, hopefully. Well, at least by in my opinion, hopefully. Gets accused by somebody, a woman from 30 years ago, supposedly a party in high school, he tried to lock her in a room and assault her and rape her. Uh, she said that it was him and another guy. The other guy was asked about it. He denied it as well as Brett Kavanaugh. Why is this happening? Uh, this is the thing, man. 
we, we talked we've talked before about the Bill Cosby situation in which during the time that Bill Cosby was accused of these things it just so happened that he was about to have a Netflix special uh, I know for a few years he was, he was trying to work on I think buying out NBC or some shit like that which made me hold reservations on why all these women all of a sudden yeah 30 years later have something to say about this stuff now of course i wasn't saying that he wasn't guilty i was just saying let's see it unfold now we fast forward to kavanaugh and then i see the same situation oh now because because pretty much trump as far as Supreme Court justices, he's he's going with the constitutionalists. Yeah. Type. And Democrats cannot seem to get a win. Um, the media is not helping them. You're starting to see that because like it's been like a week and like I'm a little shocked that Trump isn't all over. So it's starting to be like it's dying down. Mm-hmm. The whole like hysteria. Yeah. Oh, Trump's doing this. Oh, Trump's doing that. So you see this, like, okay, obviously this this all started with the whole Me Too movement. Oh, I'm, you know, the the whole, you know, I'm getting taken advantage of by, by these men. Mm-hmm. And we've seen, like, I've seen some legitimate arguments from the Me Too movement, but then I've also seen some, like, ridiculous situations. And I feel like this one, just I can't help but to think that this is, just strategically because like, you don't want this guy here and because you know he's going to be, you know, w- once he goes through the round of, w- what is it that they call it, like the, where, where they nominate him and what, what is it, the round of questioning? There's a word for it. Yeah, for, like, I, I can't think of it either. Yeah, so once he goes through that round and they and they get him in, you know, you're very scared that that's going to happen. So, I, again, I don't know, like, but it just seems like, the timing is way too coincidental. Yeah, I agree. I think this is. I feel like I was mentioning this, uh, you know, pre-show that, um, or pre-taping, pre-recording that, um, I feel like this is a microcosm of a bigger issue. I feel like masculinity is being under attack, and it's been under attack for for many many years now. You know, you look at football, and they're trying to. Uh, Put enforce all these new safety rules in football. Yeah, and, you know I think that's an attack on masculinity. You know, football players they know what they signed up for. Like they know there's going to be head trauma and and physical trauma. But guess what? Most most retired football players and they're limping around. They can't move their neck, can't move their back. They say, "Hey, we do it all over again." But but, but there so that that's. That's I feel like it's kind of an attack on masculinity. Politics has always been a very masculine culture, mm-hmm. and you know stories like this and and the uh, the whole Stormy Daniels thing with with Trump. I feel like that's another attack on masculinity. Um, and one thing I do fear, and we're starting to see it a little bit already, is hip hop. Has always been a very masculine culture. Yeah, and all this is gonna take. We 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 we're seeing this with Fabulous. I think Fabulous not too long ago was accused of some sexual 
um, misconduct and he's going through some legal issues with, with, with all of that right now. All this, all it'll take is one or two high profile women mm-hmm. to attack a high profile hip hop artist. And I think the ball is going to start rolling and trying to, you know, we're going to see all sorts of stories come out. I, I don't want to throw out any examples or, or hypothetical examples or anything like that. But I feel like we could start seeing this same effect in hip hop. Yeah, and, and I think and I think that's gonna be. It's a lot harder though. It, it's a lot harder. It, it, it would be because the, the the setting the setting and the backdrop is set so differently. Like yeah. the world is set so differently, and that's not. To, but it, that's not to say it can't happen. Though. No, 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 I I agree. Like it, it definitely can happen because I mean you just gave an example of what's going on with Fabulous, but the attack on masculinity in different realms. I think to an extent has to do with jealousy. Like there's a lot of women that like they they want the spotlight and whatever have you. But there there's just certain realms where the men dominate it and it just kind of is what it is. And I'll give you an example. Two of the biggest artists right now, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, just had like a like a fucking like a fight or like yeah. Cardi B threw a shoe. And, like, it was kind of, like, trending a little bit. And then, like, the Eminem, Kamikaze, MGK thing came out. And, like, everybody forgot about that. Like, nobody cared about that. Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, who? And that's my point is that that's not a cause, in my opinion, for jealousy. That's a situation where you got to recognize the realm that you're in. One thing I will disagree a little bit with what you said about football. I think it's... Part of it is is like the the attack on masculinity in terms of like how they want to change the rules and they're bringing up like the concussions and the injuries and stuff like that. But part of me also sees that there is seems to be like a genuine concern for the well-being of people. And it's one of those things where I've noticed that a lot lately rugby has been being being brought up as an example or like a comparison to football and what they're saying is rugby is just as rough a sport but these guys don't have like these lifelong issues and these lifelong injuries after they're done playing the sport why and, is that well or what i what what some have said and i agree and i believe also is that and also i i i've i've i recognize this from playing football, both like street football and like, you know, on a team with helmets and, 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 and pads and all that, is there is a lot of overcompensation when you have pads and a helmet yeah. versus like when you're just playing like without all that stuff and like physical, y- y- the objective is the same, like get this guy down, catch the ball, all that stuff. But you're you're kind of dialing it down a bit yeah. because you're not protected, and so you know what I've noticed too. Since you're on the subject, when rugby, when you watch rugby players, they tackle a lot towards the body. Yeah, whereas football players sometimes they go head head first. They're, yeah, like it, it is. And, and and I and one thing I will say about about the the some NFL players, they are a little bit crazy. Like there was, yeah. I want to, I don't know if this was last football season or 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 two years ago. It was a Bears Packers game, 
and the Bears had uh, one of the receivers, or it might have been a tight end, wrapped up already. And then this other this other dude like just comes in and like fucking headbutts the shit out of the guy and like knocks him out. And then like they they uh, I don't know if they ejected the player. I remember thinking that they should have and, and they might have and they might have fined him and all of that. But it was one of those things where I looked at that. I was like, there was no reason for that. Like the guy was already grabbed. He was going down and you're there. If he somehow gets away from three players, you're there to get him. But like for you to headbutt him, it's like I I see why people would think like, yeah, this is overboard. Like this is this is yeah. not good. And then as a result of that, you're seeing more and more parents year by year taking their kids out of Pop Warner football, and you see like the numbers going down dramatically. And yeah. and 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 I think we've talked about this with Ernie before. Football is kind of becoming like boxing, where it's kind of like a poor people's sport. Like if you're coming up and you hope to be successful yeah it's like the the dirt grunge like poor people like yeah like if you want to like go and like get your head beat in like go ahead and do it but yeah. like like nobody smart is doing this you know what i'm saying and you know the repercussions yeah. to it couple couple points to that that's that's actually been going on for a long time there was this book um called um everybody lies mm-hmm. and um i think it's by david ross I'm I'm forgetting the author's name, but uh, he broke it down like you can tell by the names, you know. And yeah, it's not popular to stereotype people by names, but it can be done. Yeah, you, you, and I mean it is. It's a way to profile you. You look an effective way too. Yeah, yeah. You look in the NBA. The NBA has a lot of, in a nutshell, the NBA has a lot of middle class slash upper class names. Stephen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah, you have someone like LeBron. Clay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Clay, Tim, yeah. David. Yeah, what do you, what do you have in it. the NFL? You have a lot of Deshaun, LaShawn. LaShawn. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, I rock with it. I definitely can rock with it. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's that's always kind of kind of been there. And um well also something else, not not necessarily in regards to the headbutt play you just mentioned, but you do have to keep in mind that with rugby compared to football, football has much, especially the NFL has much bigger, faster athletes. So the reaction time is not as crisp as, as it might be in rugby or even soccer. There's a lot of concussions, concussion issues in soccer, which no one seems to mention at all. So Mm -hmm. that, that, soccer of all, well, headers. Oh yeah. Yeah. And headers or like, you know, there'll be missed bicycle kicks. There'll be a missed kick and hit somebody in the head. I've seen that in a couple soccer games myself. So it's easier to tackle. But but the issue with the concussions and the concussion protocol and all of that, it's not so much that they take place because I think every physical sport, you're going to see a percentage of concussions. But what it is with the NFL is that it's like repeated. Like that's when they show the scans of the brain. And like how it looks like it's kind of rotting away. That's like a person. Because I'm sure all of us at some point have had a concussion. Like us being like yeah. growing up like physical environments. No. I, I know I've probably had at least two. But the thing is, this is not like a, a week in and week out thing like like it seems to be. And so like with, with soccer, I'm sure maybe the, a good majority of the players have had concussion, a concussion or two. But we're talking about 
a vast majority of the NFL players getting concussions repeatedly. That's where it's like, okay, that's, this that's is a kinda, mindset. Yeah. That NFL, as I said, NFL players have said they would rather have a head injury than a knee injury. Because you you tear up your knee, you're out for the season. You're not playing. Right. You get a head. You get a you're, head you're injury. Back, but you don't know the long term effects. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Very yeah. interesting. It's crazy how we went from yeah, Brett Kavanaugh to to. Uh, Thanks, Brett. <laughs> but but it, it's funny about like the whole Brett Kavanaugh and like a, attack on masculinity and and all of that stuff because it brings up that that uh, the video that I sent you with Harvey Weinstein. Oh like yeah, the yeah, things yeah. That took place on that video. I don't know if you you heard about events, but it's this video. Uh, Sky News published it, and there was this girl that I guess she's uh, involved in some sort of tech company, and I I don't know like exactly what it's designed to do, but from what I gather, it seems like it's designed to help advertise movies that are coming out. So this is one of the ladies that has accused Harvey Weinstein of rape. And there's a video that was posted by Sky News that she recorded off of her laptop in a meeting from a meeting from Harvey Weinstein. And by my assessment, I'm going to go through the video right now. But by my assessment, while what he did could come off as a bit creepy for like meeting somebody the first time. I felt like most of what he did was invited by her. Uh, at times, yeah. Like, yeah. Whoa, whoa. And, and so so the way the video starts off, she sets up, you see that she sets up the computer, the laptop, it's like the webcam part of it. He walks in. She goes to shake his hand. He He brings her in for a hug. She accepts it. She doesn't push him away. She doesn't like back off and continue to extend the hand. So it's that, and, and there's no familiarity. Like they don't know each other. And it's very clear from like the, 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 the footage that they don't know each other. It's one thing like when you're familiar with a person versus this is the first time you're meeting them. So right there, you see that the guy is like testing the boundaries. Well, yeah. what can I get away with? What can I get away with? Because right away when he hugged her, he had his hands around her hips, which, you know, whatever, he hugged her. So that, but that would be a red flag as a woman. Like, oh, maybe he's trying to flirt. So let me be a, attentive about this. Absolutely. I wouldn't say he crossed the line because she, again, she was okay with the hug. So then they sit down. They start to talk about the business, this, that, and the other. He asks her, and this is crazy. This is what's so crazy about this. He asks her, can I flirt with you? He says, can I flirt with you? And then she's like, uh, yeah. 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 You said yes. So now like flirt, like you you've already opened the door, you've opened the book, whatever the fuck you want to call it. You've opened Pandora's box. You told the man yes that you could you could he could flirt with you. Huh. He asked if he could rub her leg. She says yes. <laughs> he starts to rub her thigh. She has like a dress on like a like like a like a short dress. You know, she she's a good-looking girl. He starts to put her hand up her thigh. She then that's the only like back off. She's like, that's a little high. That's a little high. Yeah. Now, mind you, is that professional? To like if you're there for a business meeting to do that? No, it's not. Of course not, but the but 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 you set no boundaries. Exactly. And he's yeah. doing like 
And technically, he's still conducting business, but he's thinking that he could get a two-for-one. Yeah, so at this point, he's unprofessionally conducting business, but still conducting business, and she's still going along with that. So all of that, cha- all of that takes place. She says, because like she's sitting with the reporter as they're, they're watching the footage, and she's sort of like narrating it. And she says at that point, he began to strike her as a predator. Okay, legit. Yeah. They talk a little bit more about the 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 business. He gets up. He goes towards the kitchen. Oh no! But before that, this is another one. Before that, because this this kind of just I was like, what? Why uh, would you say that? He's oh wait, he was like he said something like oh all this data. She's like yeah, data's hot. Which to me is now you you keep inviting. Yeah, that, you know what? You're right. I forgot about that, and, but that and, did and strike the, me. Yeah. I was like, I was like, like well, why would you say that? Yeah, why would you? Especially if he's striking you as such a predator. Yeah. So anyway, so he gets up, he goes to the to the kitchen, he asks her if she wants some water. They come from the kitchen area. As they walk towards the kitchen, she turns the laptop towards the doorway. They come out from the kitchen like a few seconds later with their, <coughs> their water. And he's like, All right, what well, I'd like to meet you later. How about five thirty at such and such place? But before that when when he said that she cause 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 remember, when they go to the kitchen she moves the camera towards towards right. The kitchen area, right? And she says to the reporter, at this point, I knew I had no control. That is very key because what you just said was that she's like, right after she told that to the reporter, so she says, at this point, this is how I felt that I had no control. Uh-huh. He invites you somewhere. No! Right. You and, know you have no control then. Right. And like he says, he says, let's meet up at 530 and like we'll fit, we'll, we'll close this and all that. My thing is this. Even if she doesn't say no, because let's say she feels threatened, yeah, you could say, yeah, I'll be there, and then not show up. Yeah. Or you could show up with somebody or a group of people. Yeah. But you decide to show up by yourself, and then and then she says that that's from, from the lobby of the hotel or wherever it is that they meet. They end up in his hotel room, and then that's where she got raped. That is crazy to me. Yeah. That is crazy to me that like all of this transpired before you even meet up for the drink or for the little whatever to close the deal, which drinks are involved. You still decide to go. And then after you decide to go and have the drink and close the deal, presumably, you end up going to the hotel room. I can't. I I just I, I, I don't believe you. I'm sorry. I don't believe you. There's too much evidence against you that you've provided yourself. The evidence against you, you've provided yourself. Yeah. To for me to for me to rock with you, I just I just can't. It, it seemed like most. I it seemed like a lot of women, they want to have their. I I gotta be careful my words here. I won't say a, I won't say a lot of women, but it seemed like some women want to have their cake and eat it too. They want to be flirtatious and 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 get all this attention from male. From, from 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 men, but then when the attention is too intense, then they want to back off, or then they want to cry rape, or or this, that, and the third. And it's like, you know, yeah, when it when it come when it comes to wearing, let's say, when it comes to wearing provocative clothing, there's a give and a take to it. Yeah, you're gonna get attention, but it may not be the attention that you always want. Mm-hmm. You know. uh I was, I was talking to Donnell about this. There is a, um, you know, usually in the gym, you see women, they're, they're in their um, leggings mm-hmm. or workout joggers, whatever. Yeah. 
you know, revealing, body hugging, whatever. Yeah. So there's actually a piece of clothing. It's called Cover My Curves. And and it's a... It's, I've never heard of this shit. Yeah, and it's considered... They describe it as a uniquely designed fitness accessory that increases your opportunities to exercise comfortably. And it's really, really all it is. It's just like a, a, a hoodie. Yeah, wrapped it, around the waist. Yeah. So, I mean, they don't... So, like, yeah, so you want you want to have attention... But then you don't want the intention to be too intense. Like you can't have it, you can't have it both ways. Like there's a, there's a give and a take to it. And, and, and let's be honest with you, most men have unbridled libido. Like some sometimes when it comes to an attractive woman, and an attractive woman that says, "Oh yeah, you can flirt with me. Yeah, you can touch my legs. You can rub my arms. Yeah, that's gonna get the libido going. It's gonna get our libido pumping. And most guys can't really." sometimes can't really control ourselves i well, mean not justifying what happened but it's just I, I see what you're saying because like technically like if you think about like working out right it is like catered to kind of sexualizing that too yeah Cause definitely because you, you have those like the the, the under armor that's tight on the dude like really like all you need is a t-shirt and shorts you know what i'm saying like i go play basketball i'm not gonna play you know and and I just get a t-shirt and shorts like that's that's I go that's what I do do I have anything against it no but then you you know that you're getting that attention though right you know like women are gonna look at you if you have tighter clothes oh shit I like his broad shoulders just like if you have leggings on of course we're gonna look at that like yes (laughs) what's so crazy about what you just said is so true and that is one of the biggest reasons why I think society has gravitated lately so much towards fitness. I think it has v- less to do with living healthy yeah. and more to do with vanity and like sexualization and the sexual marketplace. Because in all honesty, there are times when I go to the gym like when I go to the gym, like like I look like shit. Like I don't like I, I do. Like I don't I don't care about matching. Yeah. I don't care about <laughs> like like the probably the probably the probably the like the, the the best looking thing on me is like my shoes sometimes and that's because like I'm like into shoes. Yeah. So that's probably like the best thing I got going for me. Yeah. But 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 I don't have like fancy workout gear like my my shirts are like five sizes too big when i go to the gym my yeah. my joggers are big like i'm i'm not there i'm not there for that because i have very little time to go to begin with and it's like but it, i'm trying to get in and out yeah. but when i go there i you know obviously i'm observant and i i try to analyze the world to give you guys the best show possible <laughs> no but shame, sh- shameless plug right <laughs> <laughs> but uh but no but i i try to observe and analyze the world around me and i see that it's like i, I it's like man dude like i look at the guy and I'm like yeah hey, you really put a lot of thought into that outfit like are you like going to the club after this or like what do you you know what i'm saying like this this was put to I, I see guys at the gym with jewelry on. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I gotta shine, bro, Sif. You know what I'm saying? And and it's so funny because 
I, I, I like what you said. It, it reminded me of that so much, and yeah. I think, I think that that that's like a pretty interesting segue into like the next topic about like what we were talking about, like women and their body count. Body count meaning like how many guys that she slept with. Yeah. Not that she's a serial killer. We're getting into a serial killer later with that border patrol agent. Yeah. But with this particular segment, women and their body count, and. <coughs> Now we live in a time where like things are more sexualized. People are doing things for the reason of sex. Uh, they are making Freud's theories look very true. And it's, it's just crazy. So with all of that being said, does the woman's body count count against her? in choosing her as a serious uh, significant other that alone no but it's just part of the puzzle when it comes to dissecting people now as i said i i give i'll throw this example out there so let's say a woman is 40 okay let's say she first had sex at 15 years old so that's 25 years She's, oh. she's, she's been having sex for 25 years. Let's say her body count is 80. God damn. That's that's a little over three people a year. Which isn't a lot. Three that's a year. Quite, three different people, though. <laughs> a year. year. After year, though. On, three a, on average. After year. On average. Some is higher. Some years is higher. Some years is oh, lower. Oh, hell no. But that that alone that's three points. like about three a year. Right. That, that's what he said. That alone okay. doesn't disqualify you from being relationship material. Now, if you have that at very if least, you have that yeah. body if you have that body count plus you're hundred fifty thousand dollars in debt for some reason, plus you have five kids, okay, then I'm out. Like that's that's way too much. Okay. Can I? Okay, so let's go back to the eighty. All right. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I like how you just breezed <laughs> yeah, over the eighty. 80. Like, like, like completely I not psychoanalyzing how women and it. men operate. Women operate on the pretense that I'm gonna get something out of this man, right? Not, not, not in the sense of like, like some gold digging shit, but like, they when they do date or they're sleeping with someone they have an interest deeper than just the sex part, right? So that, that at very least makes you a very bad uh, judge, of, judge character. of character. Yeah, so, absolutely. So, so now if, you, if I'm psychoanalyzing <laughs> this woman and she's 40 and has had 80 people, that means I'm like, well, she definitely does probably doesn't have the best people around her in her circle or, or, or is not very good at picking. Uh, if she's mates. this bad, yeah, yeah, sexual mates. But now I'm starting to think like, if she can't pick sexual mates or partners, what uh, what else is she bad at? Like, because judge of character, that's just in general, friends, family. So, so you, I definitely would not be comfortable with someone that that I don't even think. Yeah, I. I, now, I would, let's throw this out yeah. there. <laughs> so the woman, I, no. I don't think, is going to actually come out and say that she slept with eighty guys. No, but we're we're just talking in in a in a <coughs> in, in a hypothetical, hypothetical yeah. scenario where you were able to find out that she slept with eighty guys. Now, 
what if? What if it was a situation? She has no kids, no debt, no STDs, but she has a high body count. And she came out and told you, like, hey, you know, when I was younger, I fucked everything. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, see, that's the thing. Like, that. but but now that I'm, does I'm change a, a little. I'm bit. a different. I'm a different person. I've turned over a new page, and I want something more serious. And you know, there you go. I, she she put all her cards. How on the many table. of those would you have to? Oh, fuck. You know, say like, what what if what if it was a situation like that? I see. I see. I see that point because you can't really judge. I mean, obviously the past. The past is the past, right? <laughs> so it's never gonna go away. But like, I I do feel that people can, you know, be redeemed. If it's a situation like that, okay, I or, consider or, or, it. Like, what if she I was still a do some star. more investigating on my debt, own. But if you go by that logic, the debt part could also be redeemed. She could be like, I'm working on my debt. Like I'm saving. I'm paying this. Like. I'm like Bitch, you're forty. But that's <laughs> let's be realistic. Well, here. well, that's my point. I think, but no, no, no. no but you, yeah. I think you draw. I, I think you. There's truth in, in jest, and I think you draw a very good <laughs> point. It's like, is forty too late for you to kind of be coming to this like realization? You know what I'm saying? Like this yeah. is kind of to me what this seems like. And if I was the guy, this is just realistically speaking. I would feel like. Yeah, you're doing this because you don't have any other choice. You get what I'm saying? Like that's what I would feel like. I would. Yeah, like, that's a very good point. If you're if you're twenty if you're twenty eight or, or or you're thirty and not I, oh, Jesus Christ, I hope you haven't slept with eighty people. But let's say you have whatever. And it's so hard because I always in these moments I always say I'm not judging and I'm not. It sounds no, like we I am. all we all judge. But I I don't want to judge. It's just I want to just speak candidly yeah. about the shit. I hope at that age you haven't like been with 80 guys, but it, whatever. But let's say you, the number is still like high for, for that age. Yeah. But then you're like, hey, you you meet me and you're like, listen, uh, I did this, I did that, but I'm working on it. Oh, it's like, okay, clearly like you're still young, you still look good. The options are there, so this is like a genuine realization. And you're being very honest and open about it too, right? Which you get points for right. that, right? But but at forty, I don't know. I, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, you're probably doing this because like you're at the end of the road here, yeah. like you're. Which 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 I don't mean I don't mean to bring up an old topic. And then that's, <laughs> that's what she that's what she breaks down. She's like. No, but you know what's crazy being about the end of the road I, and I want to stay on this topic, but I but I, I wanted to like make one more one one little point about the Eminem NGK thing I, I thought about today. I found it funny that Eminem to re, re, uh, kind of uh, went back on the whole Trump, the line in the sand. If you're my you're my fan and a supporter of his like fall back yeah and then on this album he 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 kind of uh uh takes that back and then in the sway interview he talks about it a little bit and i and it's gotten me wondering is he doing that because he's genuinely apologetic about it or are you doing that because you realize that your fan base is diminishing as you're getting older and like you kind of have to do that yeah so just just kind of some food for thought but 
I, or, I, or maybe he just maybe he just realized, hey, that was the wrong no, sh- right, strategy. I, I, no, I, I and that's what I'm saying. Is what what do you you know what what could it be? That's just like a question yeah. to think about. But it made me think about that because that when he question. said that he was like he seemed very adamant about it. And now, like revival didn't get received well. It didn't it didn't sell well. And it's like oh you know what let me let me take that back. Is it genuine or is there like an ulterior motive? But the same thing applies to what we're talking about. I would yeah. think the same thing in that situation. Like, damn, chick, you're like at the end of the road. Yeah. Shit, you'll say anything. You'll yeah. say anything. And you know what I'm saying? Help so, me, please. But now, I want to like, like the kids and the dad, let's take that out of it. Just how much does the, does body count really factor in? Because let's say, let's say she's, no. Like a, a a a perfect a perfect mate. Otherwise, the like does does that matter? You know what I'm saying? Does the body count matter? I think <clears throat> I think to a lot of men it does because I think a lot of men are intimidated by a woman who may have a higher body count than they do. I wouldn't particularly be intimidated by that. It's I mean, just, now the intimidation won't yeah. stop you from talking, yeah. uh, trying to you know trying to. Talk to her. I mean, because listen, we people are afraid of starting a, their own business. They yeah. still do it anyway. Like they overcome that <coughs> fear. Men overcome the intimidation. Yeah. But deep down inside, they're probably intimidated. Like, oh man, this woman, she she don't slept with thirty, but that's, she, thirty that, people, and I've only slept with fifteen. Like you know, people men. I, I wouldn't compare that. I would be. You know, my my whole thing is like okay. Because because now you're saying that otherwise she's like perfect right so then now you have to weigh things so so my thing would be more so like the trust thing and what i mean by trust is like you know if i'm gonna get with you and we're gonna like live together now there's certain things that i have to i have to kind of trust you with and like so then like that would make me think like what are the type of like people you know what i'm saying like What's your your what's your thoughts like? Well, what are your thoughts now? Because like eighty is a high count. So then I'm I'm more so thinking on like on a, on a psychological level. Like yeah. what 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 are you? What were you lacking that that you had to? You know what I'm saying? And, and also probably self confidence. And also too, what does it say about commitment? Because yeah, obviously like you could not commit in any of these scenarios. And like, while I think highly of myself, is it a bit arrogant of me to think that I'm that much better than everybody before me? You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's yeah. a legit question. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I think highly of myself. I'm confident, but I, I don't know what the, I don't know what kind of money those those guys made. What if like every one of those guys made more money than me, was more funnier than me, better looking than me, and fucking had a fucking 18 inch mandingo? <laughs> the what dingus. Do, what do I got? Like, yeah. like you know what I'm saying? Like if you did that to them, yeah. What, what are you gonna do to me? And let's <laughs> and let's flip that shit around the other way. Like because people will be like, oh well that's very un-. no that's not very unfair because if you know. As a woman, oh, this guy's a playboy. He's always, like, you're going to have the same reservations. Like, is he really trying to commit? Or is he trying to get in my pants and then get the fuck out? Because there's women that'll be like, oh, well, I'm not going to fuck with dude. Because, like, he's a player. But but I find that women are more accepting of men having higher body counts than yes. men are of women being oh, uh, yeah. having high body counts. But because then also because th- women, want, women want what other women want. 
That's so, true. Yeah, that's true. And then not only that, but also like the 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 philosophy behind it. Sometimes I guess. they want what other women have. Yeah. Yeah. Also, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of the times. But but yeah, like the philosophy behind it, like because men don't look at like women like that. Well, shit, we're in 2018. Shit is changing, but you never know. Like historically speaking, is like men don't look at women and and have all these. They don't have a checklist of things that the guy has or the the woman has to have, yeah. right? Oh, she has to have a job. She, we're men are a lot less picky when it comes to that because men they're not operating in that manner, right? So so because of that, it, it, the playing field does it is different because it is is just not the 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 same approach. Like a guy's just sleeping around, whereas yeah, women could just sleep around. That's true, but a lot of the times. They are looking for that one, that one guy, or, or they're looking for something. There's always a checklist. So what? What's too high of a body count? Give me a number. Shit, eighty was pretty high. Eighty was very high. I, I mean, okay, I, I let's, think, let's let's say I we're talking it, about a thirty-year-old woman. I think, honestly, I think it it, it, yeah. it has to do with like the context. Of it, of every situation, which that's why I think a lot of times it's probably best that you don't even really like inquire too much about that aspect of her past, because now you you really do start to muddy the water. Because, for instance, I personally have been in a situation when I was younger with a girl and. I mean, now, like, I look back and I'm like, man, like, that shit was kind of silly of me. But <laughs> but at the time, I didn't see it that way. This chick, before me, she dated, like, a guy that, like, well, well, well the, I, I use the word date very loosely. <laughs> she, she, she dated a guy that was, like, uh, he did music and, like, he, he's not, like, like, super famous or anything. But, like, he was, like, making a living doing yeah. music. And... Like, at the time, like, I didn't have any buildings. Like, I didn't have anything. I was working at Target. Yeah. And, like, I, I guess if I'm being honest, like, I felt a little inferior, like, knowing that. And I was like, I was like, man, like, that shit is kind of crazy. But, but, but whatever. Like, I was like, well, you know what? Dude is older than me. He's done his thing. I'm still, like, you know, growing and, 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 and developing myself to do my thing. Yeah. So I'm not going to like like dwell on that so much but what I did dwell on more so was that she pretty much was like his fuck thing and like I'm like kind of like in a relationship with her yeah that more so like was like uh like damn like pretty much I saw it like I'm I'm fucking taking this guy's leftovers like this this guy that's doing like well yeah. it's like I'm kind of taking his leftovers and that's not something that you want to skip over and be like, oh, whatever. Exactly, yeah. exactly. That's my point. Is I, I, and 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 like in our in when we argued about it, her approach was like, oh yeah, I should just skip over it. Like, oh well, whatever. It was in the past, right? It was in the past, but it's just this idea that like you were okay with that, yeah. but now all of a sudden. It's like I'm 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 like paying for the bill. Like so to me the way I saw it is like dude who has the money, who is like more successful than me at the time yeah. and all that like came to this table and like ate everything that he wanted literally and figuratively. <laughs> 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 
you know, like ordered all these drinks and all of this stuff. And then, it, and then he just like walks out and I'm like left with like the thousand dollar bill. It's like, oh, well, cause now, like, cause now I like, dude yeah. didn't have to take you the, to the movies. I do like, dude didn't have to like, w- like, well, I didn't wine and diner, but I like, would take you to go eat. Yeah. I do. Well, it's, it, it's like a level of integrity almost yeah. like, on her part. Like, yeah. Yeah, wait a minute. And that is definitely legitimate, a, a legitimate, uh, I guess, what, 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 do you call it an issue? Like a legitimate moment in the past for her that that you have to really like, like, like you can't really like analyze. Yeah. And sure, can somebody like have made a mistake and grown from it and be better for it? Yeah, absolutely. But that you still can't knock somebody for analyzing it and like, you know, being cautious. Yeah. Or uh, what were you saying? I mean. It, at the end of the day, it's I don't think it's a uh, body count. I don't think it's a huge issue, but and it's something that you're not gonna get an exact answer out of. Not only that, but the context is yeah. So for me, I would say the context of the body count is more is more important. Let like it, for instance, I'll give you an example. Yeah, this is like a crazy ass example, and like you guys might find it a little repulsive, but but fuck it. Like let's say let's say like a girl was like like uh like like kind of pimped out like like a, as a little girl or like she was like a like a like involved in uh sex trafficking or like some sort of like a sex slave and never wanted any of that right like never wanted and she had like 200 people but like i meet her she looks good she has like a beautiful soul and like that wasn't her choice yeah i would obviously like i'd be cautious like if she has any diseases or anything yeah, but yeah. but but like to me i would not hold that against you one bit because the context of it is yeah. like this is not your choice so you that's can, my point you kind of brought that out because i was going to kind of bring a, a similar point which is like a girl who had like dad issues or something because they say a lot of like porn star women that that, that that are in the porn industry they didn't have they they kind of had like a, a bad relation or no relationship with, with, with uh, their dad or whatever. What if what if you're dating a porn star or you're dating and you don't know and then she's like, yeah, this is what I do, but like I I, I don't want to do porn anymore. I want to, you know, what I'm saying like it's it's different. Like someone might be like, oh hell no, like I don't want to do that, or someone might be receptive towards that. I I, I could it, it's as it, as hard as it is for me to say this. What I'm about to say. I kind of can see and rock with what you're saying because it's almost like you were doing it professionally. Yeah. It wasn't like out of like enjoyment or, I mean, you know, it was more like professional and now it's like an active choice to step out of it versus yeah. like, well, I was just at all these clubs fucking all these guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The mindset is different. And it sounds weird to say, but that's just kind of how I, I, I perceive it. No, because like actually that that work that uh that came up with uh, some people at my job like you know w- would you date a porn star, and I'm like well you have to kind of look at the specifics of the situation mm-hmm. like I'm not opposed to it, but I'm not gonna be the first person in line to date a porn star either you know what I'm saying yeah so, okay, so, I, so it's it's all I think it's all just pieces of the puzzles all information that we kind of have to look engage at you know. Every situation is not going to be the same. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on, we got two more topics to cover. Obviously, we'll go over these a little bit more brief than the others. Uh, Border Patrol agent recently 
was uh, arrested. He confessed to killing four women. Supposedly, they were prostitutes. Uh, they found out about him because a fifth woman had escaped from him. And now that he's arrested and confessed to the four bodies, he they're, they're saying and they're speculating that there could be others. Is is that not like a script given to us to like make a crazy-ass fucking creepy thriller or scary movie? Hell yeah. Out of all that, like I thought, I thought, immediately I thought since it was Border Patrol, I was like, is this guy like, because if you look at like a victim, like or like if you look at like serial killers or or or, or have ever read on, on, on the realm is like, you want to kind of have a victim that not a lot of people would, or if any people would miss or know that they're gone. Right. So obviously someone that's not documented, you know, or has would, any would be, citizenship. Yeah. So at first I was like, oh shit, is this what he's doing? And then uh, obviously like, I think two of them have been confirmed and then they were like citizens. But then there was like a transgender. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, this is like, some crazy shit. Yeah, and the story is still developing, but I just think that it raises questions in terms of is is that something that can be cloaked so well that like fellow border patrol agents couldn't see or like think that the activity was weird or the behavior was weird. I'm not saying like they're tracking his every his every waking move, but it's just like I don't know. It's just the, you know, did nobody have any any clue about this? You know, I, and I, I'm sure like more of that will be answered as the story develops. But it's just crazy. I mean, I'm sure sometimes sometimes bad apples slip through the cracks, but from from my understanding, Border Patrol goes through a very extensive uh, background check, and you know they scrub your file looking for any red flags. So. From what I understand, the process is very, very diligent. Mm-hmm. So I mean, so occasionally things slip through the cracks, and who and who knows? Maybe there was something that happened on the job that triggered him to become a serial killer. I but, don't know. Still, still but, open to interpretation, right? But even like when you look at like the history of of serial killers and people like that, a lot of them are sociopaths. They could. Like a, a, a like a psychological evalu- evaluation does nothing when it comes to, to like a psychopath or sociopath. That's like that's like nothing to them. So sometimes you think that you're talking like like the dude from uh, what was it the Cleveland, the little kids. Uh, it was the dude from Cleveland, right? He had him in the basement for all these years, and then like oh yeah, he even had like a. How do you how do you even let that? I, I it's just shocking to me, but then you start thinking like this guy's probably like when people talk to him, he's just like a normal guy, you know, like yeah. You think about like, and they say a lot of those guys are like charming, that you know they're really easy, easy going, easy to get along with, and you're thinking like, damn, like this motherfucker had like people that he little girls that he kidnapped and had them for years. Now they're women. Would, would you guys crazy like like be, behavior like that not so much like the the sociopathic behavior or the psychopathic behavior because there's people that have those traits and aren't serial killers yeah I'm talking the the serial killer behavior and like how you know they they profile and pick their victims 
do you attribute that more to like mental illness and like mental health or do you would you just say that it's just evil like what would what do you, do you attribute it attribute it more to the spiritual realm or more to the psychological realm um i would say it's more psychological i mean because good and bad you know good and evil that's highly subjective that's open to interpretation you know the example i give a lot of times is people think that oh selling drugs oh you you sell drugs oh you you're a bad person you you're selling drugs well you know, and, and a lot of times they're thinking about all oh, someone on the street corner in a hoodie that's selling drugs. What if you're in a three-piece suit and you have a pharmaceutical company and, you know, you're selling opioids and you're selling drugs that destroys that destroys people from the inside out over time? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that could be considered evil, too, but just because you have a three-piece suit on and a nice smile... People aren't going to look at that as evil. So, but then another thing too is like, if you start thinking about about it deeply, it's like, okay, could this person have been developed? Like, could it have been certain stuff that he was exposed to as a little kid? Mm-hmm. Like, is this like a product of just evil, and that that's all you've been exposed to, or were you just was this just like but supposed then, to be? Because the thing is, there's examples of cases where people have been exposed to the same things, the same elements, and they don't become serial killers. They become productive, yeah, you know, members of society and help others. Well, and, science and, is not one hundred percent. That is true, but but that's why sometimes I seem to lean more towards the spiritual aspect of things is just like if if people are exposed to the same things and and have the same environment and sometimes even as children like display the same behavior i feel like the tip there's something beyond science and beyond like the realm of reality that might be the tipping point and in terms of like what what you were saying about about the drug dealer and all that and like like how evil and good and all that can be subjective i I don't know like i i agree with that like in terms of the drug dealer and the reason why i i would say that that it's not so clear cut and dry with drug dealers like like one in a hoodie versus you know one in a pharmaceutical company is that there's still a level of choice that goes into like dealing and buying drugs like you could i could post up right now and 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 sell drugs but at the end of the day the person consuming it and buying it's still their choice and they're going to find it regardless if you're there or not right but 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 i'm talking about evil in the sense of like you're doing things to people that are not choosing this and and it's like you're you're becoming like this 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 like force of darkness that they're not like welcoming in like a woman like going jogging and then like you know like on some fucking uh uh um ted bundy shit and like you you get her and like you rape and kill her or you know what i'm saying or even in this case it was prostitutes so yeah they're welcoming in like a behavior that's you know not not a good yeah illicit but it's like they definitely didn't get into the car to get shot 
in the head. Exactly. And so that's 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 my point. And so that's that's what I uh that that's my like why you know, evil I think for me plays a little bit more of a role into it. Mm-hmm. And so like kind of using that and segueing into conspiracy theories, we watched a video on World Star Hip Hop talking about the ten conspiracy theories involving the New World Order which the New World Order has been described as the New World Order. In some cases, they're described as the Illuminati. But essentially, it's like a shadowy group of people that are controlling things and are evil and kind of want to control people. They made Jay-Z a star. Right. That, that's one, <laughs> one, one conspiracy theory. So kind of, kind of taking a more lighthearted approach. And, and obviously, these are conspiracy theories. Like there's no evidence to, su- to suggest that they are real other than people theorizing based off of certain events and whatnot. What, uh, what are some conspiracy theories that you guys find interesting? And like, what, what are some of the ones that you find are the most legit? I don't know how yeah. legit they are. I mean, obviously, I, I kind of hit on When I say legit, I use the word loosely, like, cause obviously there is no, no proof or evidence, but the ones that kind of resonate more with you and if like you were to find out that it's true you wouldn't be like that surprised because you're like oh i i could see this being real i mean i kind of hit on the one that strikes me the most interesting is in hip-hop it seems like uh or, or it, even music in general is like there's certain superstars that they get labeled all oh, he he or she they sold their soul to the devil and they're a big time superstar now and, and it's just you know what happened to just man? There are people. I think I think it's kind of a, a a way for people to feel good about themselves. You know, like oh well, I'm a singer and I didn't make it. She's a singer. She made it. She must have sold her soul to the devil. She yeah. She must have did some kind of unsavory acts. And, so like jealousy. Yeah, like yeah, je- yeah, jealousy. And it's just um, like how about that person just has more talent than you? Maybe they worked harder. Maybe they networked harder than you. Why does it have to be that they sold their soul to the devil? Or there's some big conspiracy why they're successful and you're not, you know? Yeah, like like one of the ones that I always thought was interesting was, uh, and they actually mentioned one similar to that in in the the top 10 conspiracies, which was like the scientists that were, the, the, the plane in, what was it, from Thailand flying over Russia. Yeah, well, it was blown up, and then in it was like some scientists that had like information on some DNA stuff. Well, when I used to when I used to do security back in the day, um, there was this guy who was telling me this conspiracy about like they had found something in like the human DNA, something like real like like a crazy link to something you know, like like just information that was gonna change the world as we know it, mm. having to do with with human DNA. And like how they were like killed off, or like they were dying in their sleep and shit like that. Yeah. Which I feel that that some like that is in the realm of believable, right? Yeah. Especially knowing how much money is in pharma and like like we've seen movies like D- Dallas Buyers Club where where you know they're clearly giving stuff that that they're testing on on people to see if it helps with with HIV, but here's a guy who like has no money goes to mexico finds that oh this is how you manage 
HIV, you know, yeah. so you could live longer. So it's like a guy who had no money, and then you're going against big ass corporations. Yeah. So I could see that kind of being in the realm. Like I wouldn't be shocked to see something like that unfold or something like that hit hit, hit the news. Or or Alex Jones talking about it. <laughs> like what that that what there was a movie um, Will Smith did where he was like the guy that kind of brought out uh, CTE. He played the guy that kind of oh, brought yeah. C- yeah, that's the name of the movie. That, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what that reminds me of, and and all the uh, blackballing that he had to deal with, and and, and that yeah. yeah. And like, kinda, you, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know that that they'll assassinate people, but you, I mean, you don't. What, what if you find out something so, like, yeah, revealing that is like, oh, this is game changing. Yeah. What I will say, and this kind of uh, the one that conspiracy theory, and I, I, I think I've mentioned it <coughs> in passing on the show before. Is it does seem at times that the powers that be in like the music industry seem to have some sort of an agenda of like destroying the youth. I'm not saying like all musicians and I'm not saying all labels, but there does seem to be a wave of, yeah, you know what? Like this is what gets to the kids. Yeah. Like the, 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 the drugs and all that. And it's like, it's so crazy to me. Like for instance, like with Mac Miller recently passing that and he passed from an overdose that that's not like brought up more like like the idea of like hey this shit is not good yeah it's like it's like Mac Miller dies and another song comes out about pill popping and lean and all that shit and it's just like sometimes I do look at it and I'm like yeah, this is because because it's all major label artists. Like you don't see many independent artists like rapping about that shit or singing about it or whatever. Yeah. It's the most of it comes from major label artists. So that means that like there's execs greenlighting this shit. Yeah, and it's just like okay, a song or two, whatever. It is what it is. It's like it's it's edgy. It's alternative. What I I I, I could rock with it, but like waves and waves of it, and it's just like greenlit and greenlit, and then. These, there's like an opioid epidemic going on and there's fucking, you know, like these artists that are, are dying and or not just artists, but people are dying. And, and it's not it, even it, anti-culture, it, 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 really. It, no, it, it's culture. Yeah. It's culture and it's like, and it's not getting toned down. I the, I don't know. Like to me, that's like, it, it, at times it makes me seem that there's like an agenda behind it. So yeah. that's it, so if it turned out if I were to somehow find out that that is true, I wouldn't be that surprised. I'd be like, oh man, like I kind of saw it. Adolf Hitler once said, and we we can criticize Adolf Hitler all we want to. He was a very smart man. Absolutely, and, like you can't take that away from him. Evil, but smart. He, yeah. yeah, and and he said he alone who controls the youth controls the future, and I think that concept is being brought up. And I think that concept is. In this story, that conspiracy theory that you're talking about, you know, if you control the youth and get them pill popping and get them passive, mm-hmm. you know, saying you can control them for a lifetime. You can get them to 
buy certain products mm-hmm. later on down the road, consume music. Yeah. Th- consume the music yeah. that you want them to, buy the clothes that you want them to. So Very interesting. Very interesting. Oh, yeah. Well, that is our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show does continue to grow because you guys listen every week. Remember, we are now on Spotify. So share us. Listen to us on Spotify. If you're listening to us on Apple, rate and review. Obviously, subscribe so you can get the weekly Tuesday episode. Drop a comment. You could check us out on YouTube at Hanging with Apes. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.